0: From the beginning, we started Everyday Driver to help people find cars they will love. Commuting is a chore, but driving should be fun.
1: If you like to drive, then there are cars where your budget, needs, and fun all intersect, and we want to help you find them. I'm Paul.
0: I'm Todd, and this is the Everyday Driver Car Debate.
1: Got a couple car debates we're looking at here today. Uh, mm-hmm. This is pretty pretty fun because the first car debate is, you know, standard. I won't say standard because everyone is different. But the second one is just out there. And you know what's funny is, you know, you and I talk about these car debates a lot. And many times we'll do a little bit of prep work and we're going to be trolling the internet and searching for stuff and coming up with ideas. And sometimes we even discuss beforehand this one i have read it for about eight minutes (laughs) before jumping in which i love and i've got some ideas here but this is for the first one here is for sid in chicago he is asking for Uh a summer only gt car and that's a good thing because he's already got a toyota tacoma and he's just asking for something he can drive round trip to work he can just do blasts on the highway and uh Two popped to mind. I've got kind of a car that's out there, I think. But this second one, Eric in Rhode Island,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> very mm-hmm. timely
1: with this Mad Max thing. He's got this Yeah, he's
0: wondering if he should take his car and go Miata. Mad Max. That one is nuts. I agree. It's, it's very nuts. He's
1: got this Miata, and he's asking, should he kind of restore it or Mad Max the heck out of it? And <laughs> you have got to hear this story. This is just... Reading through this, I'm blowing my mind because he's just putting all these thoughts in here of, you know, here's it's what I could oddball. do, I could it go this really way, is, yeah. I could go this way, what do you think? And I'm curious if we end up in the same place or if we end up completely opposite, because I mean, we, we haven't consulted, we haven't talked it through at nope, all, and nope, I just nope. looked at it and I'm I'm trying to go with my gut reaction, you know, like in method acting. Cool. You've told me the director just like, you know, they go for the more raw take, but it's more genuine. I'm, I'm gonna go with my gut here. Look at I, you, all right,
0: all right. I'm very curious to hear what your thoughts are on that. However, however, I, I have to kind of, I have to wrench us to a stop real quick. I'm curious about these car debates too, but I am very preoccupied this evening by something that happened to me today that I wanted to talk through with you and with the audience. I'm not a guy that hops on Yelp and talks about businesses. I'm not that guy. But I had something crazy happen to me today in the whole car sales world. Remember, a couple weeks back, we talked about, uh, you know, here's what your car's worth and ways to look at it. And in fact, yeah, yeah, three or four of you guys, that. I should mention real quickly, three or four of you guys said that the way you track prices, which I actually thought this was fantastic, the way you track prices to see what the market will support is track the completed sales on eBay. Which is a fantastic way to yeah, do it. It's right. one of the ways you can get a public record of what did the car actually sell for. Not what did they want, what did they get, which I did like that idea a lot. But in that world, you know, we've been talking about buying cars, selling cars, you and me, that kind of thing. My, uh, my Subaru, my 92X Saab, is for sale. It's available on AutoTrader. It's available other places as well. Uh, so it's you know my O five almost two hundred thousand mile Sabaru. It's been well loved. It's been well used. Let's be honest. It's not a pristine car, but it all runs well. I have it listed for lower than seven thousand dollars. It is, from what I can tell, one of the cheapest Turbo nine two Xs available in the country. So I'm trying to sell this car. We've talked about that. Before.
1: Yeah, you've told me this. It's I, I can't believe that you're. I mean. Yeah. Okay. Two hundred thousand miles, but all right, the lowest price in the country. That's. Something
0: you know? Uh, think, uh, yeah, it's in there. You it's, get it's some one takers on this, the, you know? It's one of the, yeah, one of the lower ones in the country. It hasn't been. I mean, I've I've just posted it. it. Hasn't been for sale for long. However, this past weekend, I was accosted. There's not, not a better word. I was pursued like you wouldn't believe by a local business called uh, Low Book Sales, down in Salt Lake and they were texting me and calling me and saying, "Hey, we found your car. We really we would really like to buy it from you and, and put it in our fleet and, you know, then of course they'll sell it and make more money off of, of course, it." Of which course. Which is fine. That's that's business. I get that. So, they were really, I mean, hardcore pursuing me. So, I had a conversation about the fact that I, I couldn't get down there this weekend, but I was going to be actually near their location in Salt Lake today. This we're actually recording this night before you hear it. And uh, the 92X review, by the way, of this car Posts this week, so that's one of the other reasons I'm glad to talk about this tonight because right, that's right. coming up this coming Thursday, so you can actually see what the nine two X is about a little bit. But anyway,
1: it's timely. It's for sale. We've got the review dropping, and here we have got this story about. And it.
0: What's, here's what's <laughs> funny though: I, that this was not a planned convergence. It's just worked <laughs> out that I. I mean, because I, I wanted to put this thing on the market a while ago, it just hadn't worked out. Now it's worked out for it to be on the market. And the editor for the Sabaru piece just delivered last night, so I'm doing some final touches on that. So anyway, that's behind the scenes there. So it's all just happens to happen at the same time. I think it's funny. I'm I'm near this low book sales place today. I'm like, all right, I'll go in there and I'll see what they want to give me. Now, I go in kind of mentally prepared, or at least so I thought. Because, okay, I'm looking for, you know, let's be honest, I'm looking for a little less than seven grand, you know, certainly one over six grand for it. I know it's worth that. But I know it's not perfect, and I know these guys are going to lowball me. So I'm thinking, I mean, what's your guess, Paul? I'm thinking going in there, you know, 4500
1: Well, yeah. I mean, don't forget you just put, uh, what, about $1,000 into new paint, and it, it turns – it looks great. It looks very mm-hmm. good. You know, I, I see you pulling up at the house, and I'm thinking, wow, it's a sharp-looking car. I mean – Okay, 200,000 yeah, miles, got,
0: whatever. Got the paint fixed. It, it, you know, and I've talked about know. it before. The engine's been replaced, so the engine actually only has the owner before me wasn't good to the car, but he ended up replacing the engine before he got rid of it, and had it done by a good shop. So the engine's got like 70,000 miles on it, which is actually great. You know, so anyway, I mean, but obviously uh, I off haven't in the been
1: shopping here. for one. I, you know, I don't really know no, the market. You, you know it far better than I do there. But so anyway, um, so
0: I'm uh, expecting this place. I'm expecting this place to say four grand, forty five hundred. And I'll laugh and thank them and go. But I thought, you know what? I'll give them the shot. I'm close by. I'll give it a shot. I mean, so I go in there.
1: I, w- I would have thought go like 3,500 at the low, like kind of mm-hmm. insulting price. But you think, eh? No thanks. I mean, I, well, maybe,
0: maybe. Back to our back to our discussion from a couple weeks ago. I mean, the the Edmonds and uh, Edmonds and um, what's the other one I'm thinking of? Oh, Blue Book stuff was running around three grand for this car. But then okay. the Nada Guides was saying seven. So That's who amazing. do you go with? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I've done all this research. I've cross-shopped them, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm going in from there. This is kind of like, this is low book sales in Salt Lake here. They've got a couple locations, like one in Vegas too. So anyway, I, I, I kind of discovered it to be a little bit like a local CarMax. Lots of guys on the lot, all kinds of cars of all types. You step out of a car, they walk up and start asking you questions. So anyway, so I'm there. I get a guy that, that comes up to me and goes, okay, so somebody called you and you brought your car and let's do the paperwork. I'll get you an appraisal, blah, blah. And I'm sitting there skeptical the whole time, but I'm playing nice. They okay. take my car keys. They take the keys. They go to some appraiser. And then my guy I've been talking to comes back with their printout. And I don't know another way to put it, but he just kind of looked shell-shocked. And I thought, <laughs> okay. that's weird. And he sits down with me, and he goes, okay, um, don't kill the messenger. I'm thinking, well, that's not a good start.
1: It's not a good way to begin the conversation. <laughs>
0: So I'm thinking that 4500 goes to what? 3 grand and I'm going to laugh and then I'm going to leave. But do you want to take a guess what they what they offered for this car?
1: Well, my lowball guess was like 3500-ish. I guess I'll stay okay. in that range cuz you're okay. asking you're asking almost 7 or something and that's Yeah, less than 7. Less than, than 7. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go kind of insulting here and say 3-ish 3000-ish 3, yeah. somewhere in there.
0: I was expecting the Kelly Blue Book number of about 3,000, but I thought i would give me the yeah. benefit of the doubt. No, no. No, no, no. I was very wrong. They offered me. There it was in black and white in paper. I looked at the guy as I read it. I read it again. I looked at him. I said, I'm sorry. Does that say $300? What? $300. And this guy what? said, I'm actually wondering if they missed a zero. And I said, well, at least a zero. And I literally, I just took my keys and went, thank you, and walked out. And I just... I, I I sat in my car and then just kind of laughed because I was like, honestly, honestly, three hundred dollars. You you could sell the car for scrap and make you know you I'll go one better. Me? You could take the headlights alone off a of Saab nine two X. I could sell each of the headlights on eBay and make three hundred dollars.
1: Oh my I, I gosh! Did they think- miss a decibel? Did somebody? <laughs> Somebody Just, have a heart attack? Was there a stroke halfway through? Like, what happened
0: here? Bumped your elbow I, while you were typing, and here's Oops. here's my here's my suspicion, uh, and I I'm I I'm floor. This was this was at a, at a level that I can't even I let I talk a lot. I don't have words for how crazy this is, but but my but my suspicion is somebody in the appraiser world saw the word sob, and thought never gonna sell. And offered some low ball wholesale thing and didn't know what the car was. I, I think there's got to be a disconnect between whoever told their yeah, chasing person to well chase me down enough. and the person that appraised it today because three hundred bucks. That's that's honestly that's so low. It's not even insulting. It's 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 reached laughable. It really has. It's like okay, you're you're on a different planet than the rest of us. And and and, and here's the other thing. Who whoever. Who on their right mind? I don't care what jalopy you roll into this place. Who would go three hundred bucks? Yeah, I'll take that. Who would do that? I, how, I don't even know what to how say, it, say because yeah, how, how does it put how a business thing out, you know how does a business even legitimately offer you three hundred bucks for your car? I don't care. Uh, I honestly don't care what it is. Three hundred dollars and, 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 and expect I, I them to bite. <laughs> yeah, expect that I'm going to go. You know, I'm glad I came in today, man. What? Three hundred bucks? What? Yeah, exactly. I could. Why could make? Oh, that's just. I. I'm. I'm. I'm so astounded. I have to laugh. So um. hmm. So that's not happening. <laughs> I was gonna say. So you did
1: it, and you're three hundred dollars so, richer now. And... Exactly. So I. Awesome. So I have three
0: hundred dollars <laughs> in my pocket. How excited am I? No, that's not what happened. Just kidding. Wow. Well, that's I mean, here's the thing. Ridiculous. I'm not even. I'm not even good at math, but let me go another way. That is five percent of my asking price.
1: Well, you know, you and I talked about. <laughs> uh, does a business have every right to make a profit? Absolutely, sure they can make a profit, but this is sheer stupidity on on oh, a it's, new level that I I can't it's, even I can't even assimilate you know, that in my brain. I don't know what to do with this.
0: And I and I have a moment like that. I, I struggle in a moment like that because I don't want to be know-it-all guy. I really don't. I don't want to be that guy. And there's a, but there's a part of me that's just like, that the number comes back and will be like, can I meet this person? Can I explain this car to them? And then I just think better of myself and think, all right, I've had much of my time wasted already. No and I'm kidding. leaving. Because then all you're oh going to do is gosh. get in,
1: into a discussion or an argument and who cares. That's going
0: to that's gonna go nowhere. Yeah. It's going to yeah. accomplish nothing. You offered me $300. I got a laugh. I got a story for the podcast. and I, I mean, literally, that happened, Paul. It happened. And I thought, oh. I'm sharing this on the podcast. I, think I mean, I'm sure other people would sure be like, I'm going to go write a review on Yelp and give them one star. I, I don't care. I'm going to share it with you guys on the podcast and just be like, this just happened. And meanwhile, I'm having a text conversation with another potential buyer who what I'm asking <laughs> isn't even the question. They're just <laughs> asking about maintenance issues. So it's like, folks, how disconnected? You sell cars. This is actually your business, right? You're selling cars. This is what you do. Oh, man. Anyway.
1: Well, Fortunately, our first car debate, Sid has a budget of higher than 300 bucks,
0: So this is good. That's a good thing.
1: So we can actually work with that because higher than 300 bucks <laughs> is good. We can maybe find some choices here. Yeah, but exactly. I can't believe your story. That's just phenomenal. I, I, yeah. I'm glad you shared it because, you know – I'm just I'm just wondering how many other people that they've done that to is the question, you know? I mean Who knows? Who knows? But well, but I mean, ridiculous. you know,
0: those places exist. Those places exist ev- everywhere, but I that's always the, you know, you always brace yourself when when you oh, go yeah. into a dealer and they say we want to buy your car. And normally, I mean, like when we were selling the Acadia, I ignored those calls because I'd get like A call or a text message. But I swear these people were chasing me like I was selling the Holy Grail. So I was like, okay, (laughs) I happen to be near you. I happen to be near your location on Monday. I will swing by. And oh, I was like, I, I should have known better. I should have known better, and and not. But but I wouldn't have had such a great story. There's me trying to put a positive spin <laughs> on it. I wouldn't have had this great story to share with you, nice people. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we really, really ought to move on because that happened and shouldn't have. But uh, Amazing. yeah, so let's talk about Sid in Chicago, and he has what's he got here? He's got about thirty-five grand, am I right?
1: Yeah, quite a bit more than three hundred bucks. And I laughed because yes. he wrote in here and he says, "Your mission, if you choose to accept it." I mean, this is a bit yeah. of a throwdown here, but I think we can come yeah. up with something decent for him, because he's looking for a summer-only GT car, and the reason mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. he's replacing the car. I don't think he specified what that was. Oh, it's down here in the car history list.
0: Yeah, he owns yeah, a bunch of Yeah, he's of cars. got this. Well, but but he's got his – he's replacing – this is an interesting thing. He's got his dad's old 2003 Cadillac DeVille. That's it. And one of the reasons he's still got that is because – He's driving his mom around in it sometimes. And this is going to be his just kind of summer go places car, maybe take road trips, like some big road trips. So that's why he's thinking the specific thing here that's interesting is that this is a GT car. He specifies a couple times, this is more of a road trip hangout, this is a nice place to be car, than it is a winding road, let's get happy, let's let's right. g- get into a big switchback, which, which is, is a different world, I will acknowledge.
1: It's a bit different than you and, you know, the kinds of cars you and I typically recommend, or the kind of cars that people are looking for. And this is good, because, you know, I, I like. I, I've got a couple options here. So Sid lives outside uh-huh. of Chicago. He says he drives forty miles round trip to work. Regular roads, not a lot of bumper to bumper traffic. So that definitely affects, you know, uh, some uh, buying decisions here. And he's road trip guy. He's, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Okay, so here are the requirements that he's writing in with. It's got to be a manual transmission, five or six speed. Fine. Highway Mm drives. So, yes, you know, open road, highway driving, long distance, long legged GT car, which is cool. You know, tight suspension, tight enough for some back east roads. I have to admit, I have not driven a lot of the back, you know, back road kind of east coast roads, but I can imagine there's some twisties, but some more sweeping kinds of roads. So,
0: all right. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. Clearly, this is not some massive switchback mountain road car he's looking uh, for. Doesn't the GT sound thing like it. is the key thing, and the road trip thing. I mean, he wants nav, he wants Bluetooth, he wants it loaded up for a hangout road trip car. And I'm really responding to that. His first two things he said are Mustang GT or Camaro SS. But his his weird twist here is he, it has to be a car he can still take his mom in. So he can't have some tiny little sports car they with said, a low uh, ride height uh, that she can't get yeah, in and out. You a ride of. height for this
1: thing. So, although uh, I don't know if this. Kills my two choices, but you've got a Mustang GT and the Camaro SS on this list mm-hmm. here, Sid. So eh, that might work. Um, but generally speaking, GT cars are going to be low to the ground because the purpose of long-legged, high-speed GT cars yes, is low to the ground. I mean,
0: but at the same time, your your Camaro SS doesn't doesn't have the same low to the ground feel as a FRS or Miata. You know what I mean? It's not. No, we're not getting it. Mean, an, and I and I also those sense, cars look, are good for this yeah it, i also since if you're driving you know you're driving Mom around in the old Cadillac we're talking about a large sedan kind of a sedan style ride height that's the thing I responded mm-hmm. to here is he's mm-hmm. looking for a sedan style ride height but clearly still wants some car he's going to enjoy. I actually came up with two specific ones I don't know that I like mustang g t or Camaro here Sid honestly I think if you put if you put Mom in the Camaro she's going to feel like she's in a bunker i mean I don't know you know yeah, I don't know if Mom's be. I don't know how small mom is, but at the same time, I mean, by the time you close that door, that is a bunker. You're looking at a bunker slit. the The, the Mustang is a far better, uh, a far better kind of visibility. You feel like you're in a a a kind of more. <laughs> you can see out of it car than the Camaro SS. Even though I mean, hey, it's decent to drive. I'm not going to take that away from it. But uh, and the Mustang GT, okay, fine. I just. I don't think long road trip in a Mustang GT. I feel like it's leaning a little more toward the fun car than mm-hmm. the the GT car it personally. I, I it realize you could, could, it you certainly could, it could. I agree with that, yeah, go on. Uh,
1: I, I kind of feel like you know it could work, but I, I'm with you. I think there's a couple better choices here, and I like one of his last sentences here. He's looking for a mm-hmm. true grand tourer, which there are a few on the market over the years, the thing about the the tech and nav stuff for Bluetooth, that kind of stuff, I would say don't worry about that. If there's, you know, if you get a car that you like, you can always add that mm. later. You can always get a head That's unit. That's true. I mean, you did that That's to your true. to your car. Yeah. I mean, you can always yeah, yeah. do that later. Don't worry about the tech. You can add nav screens and, you know head units and Bluetooth and all that stuff that'll be perfectly fine. That's a great
0: point. I mean, by the time that you, get, later. you get the car you like, you right. could spend a few hundred dollars, and you could solve that problem if it doesn't already exist. That's a, right. You know, that's an excellent point. I hadn't even thought in those terms, but you're right. You could do that. You could upgrade that.
1: I mean, I'm kind of justifying my two choices by saying that, and you can imagine <laughs> okay. that all right. I'm going a little bit backwards in terms of, uh, you know, a little bit older, but these two that I have in mind fit what he's looking for. And okay. one of them is I'm ready. one of them is viable, one of them is maybe not as viable, but it is <laughs> okay. a GT car. I'm ready.
0: Come on. All right, let's go.
1: I'm thinking, Sid, of a C five or a C six Corvette. And now Interesting. I know that's low to the ground. It is.
0: I was gonna say, it yeah. It is,
1: I admit. But of any car that I think of that is long legs, open road, high speed blast, it's a Corvette. It is. Yeah. And with yeah, I see get a that. get a different, you know, navigation system in there, upgrade that, find a, a good price, easily thirty five thousand dollars or less. Easy. You could find a nice C six for that. A great yeah. car. Yeah. And, you know, Chevy, it's gonna get decent gas mileage. I think it fits all those build, you know, all those requirements. The low ride height, yes, but again, as That's we the say, struggle of it I think, as for we sure, say all yeah. the time, go drive it, maybe she'll like it and she'll be cool with it you know I yeah, mean, who knows? I, I don't know that, that just it popped into my mind. and you I know have what this a, reminded
0: me of that, that huh. guy that you were talking to recently that drives a Ferrari 355. We saw him in the middle of one of yeah. our shoot days one day. And he's a younger guy, and we saw him go by with an older woman in the passenger seat. And you talked to him later, and he was like, "Oh yeah, it's my grandmother. I take my grandmother for Sunday drives in my Ferrari three fifty five. She right. loves it." And I was like, "Grandma's kind of a badass." <laughs> I, I, I mean, really, that just that made me happy. That's anyway, sorry, yeah, you're
1: right. You're right. All right. So, Sid, my other suggestion is pretty out there, but okay. I am I am depending on your suggestion that this is a summer only car. And yeah. the reason I'm suggesting this is because um, your car history list is kind of all over the map. I mean, I don't even know it what is. a Thunder it's, Roadster it's, race car is.
0: But it's, 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 a, yeah, it's all over the map.
1: He's a, he's a NASA competition license holder. He's got a 65 Shelby Cobra replica. So the guy knows yep. how to drive. He He can appreciate a wide variety and a, a wide range of years in cars. Mm-hmm. I'd mm-hmm. say it doesn't necessarily have to be the newest thing ever. And it's so the place, yeah. I'm going with the German Corvette, a car I actually owned and loved, and that's a Porsche 928. Of any GT car Interesting.
0: ever, owners huh. have
1: put 200,000 miles on them. They drive them into the ground. They're designed specifically for what you're asking
0: for. It's the long leg girl. It yeah, is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It I hadn't even handles thought of that. That's well. an interesting choice.
1: Yeah? It's out there. I mean, maintenance, yes, but if you can, I mean, $35,000 will get you a really nice 928. Well, I mean, $35,000. I, I
0: don't, I mean, I think you might spend a little over half that getting a gorgeous car, and the rest of it, you're right, you could just hang on to to keep it running like new. That's an, just I, for I was not, honestly, I actually thought there was no way we were talking Porsche here. I mean, he brings up the 911 <laughs> as, a, as a possible used option, and I, I, I think we may be, because he, he even said it, he thought it may be too low to the ground. I didn't think we were going to get Porsche. You've put a 928 in there, and I have to say, uh, yes, it's oddball, but I see, out remembering there. your car, I see how you got there. I do see that. I do see that. I mean,
1: talk about high-speed, long-distance cruising. I mean, this is a car that was yeah. designed specifically for the Audubon. It was going to replace the 911 until 911 enthusiasts said, yeah. no way. They found a business case mm-hmm. to keep the 911 going. That's why the 928 was discontinued. Here's the thing, Sid. Yeah. They made 60,000 of those cars from 1979 to 1995 in various generations. Of course, a lot of them had the automatic. So if you look for the five-speed, it's fantastic, unbelievable car to drive. You can get them cheap, you can and then cool ones for cheap. Yeah, yeah. hang on to It'll some be money be for eight maintenance. Eight eight. Interesting. You're gonna Interesting. need it. Okay. But there are owners out there who who drive them every day. They Put lots and lots of miles on them specifically just for that. They commute in them. Huh. And then here huh. we go. Summer only car because you've got the Toyota truck. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. keep the summer tires on it and I, upgrade the I nav. would
0: not have gone there. In fact, I, I didn't go there. I went somewhere <laughs> very different. But okay. I applaud you that we're not. Clearly, we did not talk before this. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. You're, at a, you're in a totally different county than I'm in. <laughs> uh, because of that, you know, that, that Shelby Cobra rec- replica, yes, he's clearly got uh, he's clearly got the uh, the uh, wide range of things here, right, and also right. that replica says to me, "Okay, that's my hardcore car." The thing I kept coming back to when I read read about Sid's situation, I kept coming back to long road trips. And my mom needs to be comfortable when she's in the car, mm-hmm. so that kept me very much toward large American metal, mm-hmm. large sedans. He asked and I, that I, I
1: Chicago have, to New York to Sonoma and back to Chicago. I mean, exactly. That's so gigantic. I have I have
0: two. I have two for you, Sid. I was trying to think about cars we've driven that we've really liked. That if you said to me go cross country, I would grab one of these, and I have two.
1: Okay, I'm And curious. for thirty five
0: grand, you can get into both. And I expect you may have to go like a year or so old, and you may have to look around a little bit, but you can get them in sticks. They're going to be great long long cruisers. Here they are. One Dodge Challenger. Hmm. It's a yeah. car I've never recommended on the podcast before. The, I, look, you're not going to get a Hellcat. You, the Hellcat would make you laugh. Mm, well, not you for that need, price either. Yeah, not not for this price. You're not going to. But the Hellcat isn't possible for this price. I would I would try to stay in the last year or two to get the upgraded interior because it is a significant upgrade. But if you, can, if you can get one, you can get one for thirty-five grand. It oh, may be yeah, a year easily. old, but and and obviously, I would prefer you got yourself out of the V6 into the V8. That big car needs it. But you can go six-speed. You can go with engine choices. I really say look at the Challenger. If you're considering a possible muscle car feel for long-distance road uh, road cruising, I would say to you Challenger wins in that world. That is its sweet spot as that's a muscle car. That's a good one.
1: Car. You know, that's a heavy car, but that's designed for road trips. I can definitely see that. Yeah. That's yeah. and, and modern-day
0: equivalent. You know that? I, Absolutely. I like that When we drove it in any, in any form, especially the, the Hellcat, but when we drove it in any form, when that was a car, you could get long, straight blasts or nice, sweeping, freeway-style corners. It was, a, it was wonderful for that. Well, yeah, as you said, it's that.
1: back to the classic American recipe of, you know, you don't mm-hmm. have to turn. If you're just, yep. you know, utilize yep. these, this great interstate highway system that we have in America and just put the hammer down. That's what it's designed and then the, for.
0: And then the other one I thought of that I feel like takes the, okay, big American sedan thing that mom is used to but gives you a car that if if Sid you found yourself on a back road you'd still have a blast and that is Chevy SS they are giving those cars away they cannot sell them well find yourself a Chevy of, SS kind of
1: i mean they're selling somewhat they're they're you know they're not discounting them to you know half price or anything but
0: well but they're discounting them to mid 30s though that's what i'm saying if you've really got 35 grand to Brand deal new? with go, yes go have a serious conversation dollars? with somebody are you sure between 35 and 40, you were, they are were discounting counting those cars skepticism. down to that range. So, well, go look, Sid, because I, I honestly, man, I think – and even – let's say you found a year-old one. Now, the year-old one probably wouldn't be the manual. You'd have to dig around for the manual. Right, but right. you can get that car manual. It handles much better than you think. You start getting on a back road, pushing it hard. It is a really genuinely fun car to drive. Hmm. So Challenger, Chevy SS, those are my two options for you. And I think one of those – Everything you're asking, I would use one of those cars for and be thrilled.
1: Hmm. Interesting. I yeah, good choices. I I think those are just kind of depends on your your sensibilities. And I don't get the idea that Sid is sort of one way or the other. You know, I I don't see a long list of I'm Ford guy or I'm only Chevy guy or Oh he's really asking he's
0: he's asking from a very open place and he's owned everything. Yeah, Yeah, he's owned everything. We should move on, because I feel like we'll keep beating on that one. Yeah. We should move on to Eric in Rhode Island with, I'm going to say, it is the Mad Max episode. This is uh, If you haven't seen uh, – random plug, we're not getting paid for this. We should be. But random plug, if you have not seen the Mad Max movie – it is so nuts, you must see it on a big screen. It's just, it's insane. It's its, it's insane. And, and coming out of the film industry, I could ramble on for podcast after podcast about the madness of the way the film industry works. Uh, it's a shocking, astounding reality that movie even got made, let alone that it works like it does. So go see Mad Max, or listen to this car debate about Eric in Rhode Island.
1: <laughs> All right, Eric, this is pretty fun. And as you said in here, yes, this is pretty different. And uh, this has to do with... The car that you already own, which is a 1999 mm-hmm. Miata, the NB series, second generation yep. Miata, and uh, looks like you've got uh, a fairly decent history here, but not very many sports cars in your history, at least yeah. from what I can tell. So this Miata. Now it's Miata, a lot of trucks
0: and stuff. Lots of trucks. And this this is your oddball car. Yeah. You're looking for a fun car, and you found this thing. It's kind of already it's already kind of track prepped out, and you found it for two grand, so it cost you nothing, (laughs) which is is awesome. So you've got a car that you can just hoon that cost you nothing, and you're like, here is my new fun car, guys. And then you run into your dilemma.
1: Well, see, here's the dilemma. And the first is, he's asking, should I restore it? Should I essentially put a little bit of money back into it and make it nice again? Because he's saying there's Mm -hmm. some rust, there's dirty tan interior. (laughs) Things are ripped, blown speakers, paints peeling. Okay, so it's beat down. It's a $2,000 car. I mean, it's not a
0: $300 car, but it's a $2,000 car. (laughs) Nicely done. (laughs) Nicely done. Yes.
1: All right. So, okay, the first choice is I don't know that that's necessarily logic and reason because I feel like there's so many cars that, there's so many Miatas that were made and there's so many out there to be found that are good. well we'll, mm-hmm. well, we'll get there. But all right. So the second. But he's asking, should port- I make it port- nicer? That's yeah.
0: that's question one. It's should make I make it, it nicer is option A. Yeah. All right.
1: So the second choice yep. here, he's saying, tell all this logic and reason to uh, to get out and uh, turn this into the Mad Max car. And he's talking strip yep. it, paint it, Plasti-dip. You've Plasti-dipped stuff on your car, haven't you?
0: Yeah. He's talking about strip it, primer it, make it a just, I mean, literally a car that you see behind you and you go, what is that? And it passes you and, you know, it's, I love it's this. just totally mean, loud, murdered out, mad maxed out. You, you need, <laughs> you need like the, the, the animal skull, uh, you know, wired to the front of the Miata. Just people are like, what on earth is going on there? You're yeah. asking, should you go f- the full Mad Ooh, Max or should, should you try to make this car nice? You know that? I like I know. the skull. Hey, if, if you're going to do that, you got to embrace the skull. I oh, mean, I'm not man. really that guy. But if you're going to go that route, where is the animal <laughs> skull on the car? I am saying.
1: So Eric wraps up with, the debate is this. He's got the car, and it's perfectly halfway between nice and naughty. And I read this, and I ch- I thought, I already have my answer. I know what you should do with this. And I kind of gave it away already, I think, because I was already talking about how many Miatas are out there. They made a zillion of these cars. You see them everywhere. Uh NBs are, as you said, cheap. They're readily available. You can find decent ones. And so my thought is they're not a valuable car, especially the NBs. Anybody who owns that car, they're pretty much tracking it at this point, or they're autocrossing Mm -hmm. it, or it's a third or fourth car. Eric, mm-hmm. I say Mad Max the crap out of it. I say <laughs> go for it. I love that idea because look, it gets you back to the creative side that you're you're asking about here. You know, Eric was in a band. He's uh, he's passionate. He's a musician and performs sure. music. Yeah, yeah. And I see that. He's, he's see pushing that. all these projects aside and indulging in some creativity again. He's not afraid of wrenching it and working on it himself. But who cares? It's a miata. I mean, what can you possibly screw up? I say go mm. for it. And mm. that I kind of think you'll spend actually less money. Well, it kind of depends on what you want to do. But, you know, you could. Magnetize the thing and drive it through Home Depot and screw every piece of junk you can find onto that thing.
0: <laughs> spray paint get the, it. Get, get the, the crappy stick-on Buick uh, Buick circles on the side. <laughs> yeah, the put like six on each side just to really confuse people. Wait a minute, is that a twelve-cylinder engine? What's going on there? Yeah, <laughs> In a that, short that, I love that. That's Duke. horrible. That that's really horrible.
1: I I am all for the road warrior thing and. You know, it just depends on what you want to go do with it. I mean, there's some cars out there, you know, we all have seen on the road and we kind of go, wow, what are they smoking? And, you know, but maybe it's more of a track kind of thing or maybe it's a 24 hours of lemons kind of
0: car. Interesting that you went there. I say go for
1: it because of the creativity. You can have fun with it. You can make it a family thing. Everybody can contribute. I say go for it.
0: Have at it, I see buddy. how you went there. Here, here's the thing. This is a classic situation where you and I did not talk, and yet we <laughs> happened to come at a, this completely differently. You know what? I, I follow your logic here, and I, and I see your reasons for it. I'm going to take the other side, but, but there's a specific reason for me taking the other side.
1: Okay. I'm curious.
0: I, Eric, we don't know what your wife is like. We don't know what your relationship with your wife is like. Oh, sure. We don't sure. know what sure. she, how she views this car, and I think that may be – a pivot point of this discussion, so I'm going to I'm going to follow a rabbit trail here. I could be completely wrong. If your wife, let's say you're talking to your wife Eric, and she thinks the Mad Max idea is hysterical, then I'm on board with Paul. If she thinks that's just funny, do that, honey. I think it'd be a laugh. Put a skull on the hood. If that's your wife, awesome, cool. Pursue what Paul's talking about. It could be fun. But here's the thing that I note in here: you don't plan to track this car. If you had told me this is a car I'm gonna track, I'm gonna autocross. I would say, buddy, strip it, Mad Max it, make it light, make it aggressive, make it ridiculous looking, and go track your Mad Max monster. But you're not gonna do that. So I look at your car history and the things you currently own, and it's all either pickups or SUVs. Your wife likes her SUV, she's got a, a Hyundai Santa Fe. She likes her SUV, you've had a lot of trucks. My feeling is, you have the opportunity to introduce your wife and kind of introduce yourself to just the fun of being on a back road, not going ten ten-tenths, going seven-tenths with the top down and enjoy yourself. I say, see if you can get this car to a place where you could take your wife out for the night in it. I'm not saying the nicest place in town. I'm in just a $2,000 Miata? But who? But here's the thing. No if you way. spend a couple grand, I'm going to come back to your comment about the fact there's 8,000 Miatas out there. You could find parts for this car. You could get a cheap Mako paint job. You could find a couple of new seats. I don't think you have to spend a fortune to get a car. Because here's the thing: if if your wife's not into the Mad Max thing, if she thinks that's ridiculous and it's going to be that hole in the garage that she kind of averts her eyes on, then you're never <laughs> going to bring her around. But if you can, but if you can, if you can spend let's say two grand more on this car and make it more than twice the car it is, I mean, you'd be doubling its value, you know, and, and get it to a car where she'd be like, and they'd you know, still what? give me 300 bucks for it. Exactly. Well, of course they would. Nicely done again. But seriously, if you could do a little bit to this car and make it a car that she'd be happy to take just a r- little little drive to a restaurant in it and she'd be okay with that? I think there's a there's a road to follow there. If you're not going to track it. If you're going to say, "Hey, I'm going to track it," then I'm with Paul, let's go Mad Max.
1: I like that you're thinking of her. I like that you're, you know, including everybody and you you're really, you know, it's not all about uh all about Eric and, you know, you're taking other people's considerations you know, into, you but, know, factoring well, in. I like that. I'm kind of thinking of, I, I don't know. Eh.
0: I, but I'm also, Eric, I'm also saying that because if you include your wife in the conversation Mad Max or not, it also opens up the door for what's your next fun car. If this thing, let's just say so for sake saying, of argument. you're get permission
1: you, with this car so you can you look ahead to what's in the future? Sure.
0: <laughs> but, well, but I, but <laughs> that's the thing though. There's that long-term reality going on. There. You're not going to keep any, anybody's car they have right now, they're not going to keep forever. Okay, but if 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 let's just say for sake of argument, this Miata becomes the hole in the garage, it's a money pit and it looks like hell. Then when the Miata dies at some point or Eric goes, honey, I want to get another fun car. It's an uphill battle. Doesn't mean you might not win, but it's an uphill battle. Mm, But if it's a car where she's like, this is a cheap car and it's not a great car, but I see why you like it and it's kind of fun. Then the next car, she's going to be much more likely to get on board and be like, you know what, get a fun car. Well, I, sure. And I say but the that next for a car, family not coming mad trucks,
1: out. you're you're gonna, you know, it's gonna be the fun car. It is gonna be the nice, nice er, you know, fun. Go to dinner. Yeah. Maybe track. But run I mean, the car, but
0: we so. have these. But you and I have these conversations with a lot of our married friends. And what I'm saying is, you have. I feel like you've got two kind of wives. You have the wives that kind of get it. Some of those that kind of get it actually are totally into it in cars. <laughs> Some of her leading then, the pack. <laughs> exactly. Leading but the but then but then but then the other the other half of the equation is. The car is an appliance. It needs to look halfway decent or look innocuous and run. So if, if your wife, Eric, is in that camp, you gotta you got to walk that line there as a car guy and figure out kind of how to get her on board. And I'll be very candid. My wife has always liked trucks. Over the course of us doing this show, she has taken a real genuine interest in sports cars. Which is cool. And it's been the result I, of this I, show. I, and I, and awesome. I love my wife a little bit more for that. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. But that's not her natural proclivity. It's just I've owned a few sports cars and I've introduced her to some, some cool stuff and it's kind of made her go, I see, I see. So from that personal perspective, I come at you, Eric, and just go, Who is your wife? What she's like what's she like and where is she in this equation? Like I said, so
1: that's a good maybe idea. Maybe
0: we mad max it out. But maybe we fix it up and take the wife I, for a fun drive. It, I like that that's you're including her. I like that you're taking that into consideration. But I had this idea, Eric. You could turn Uh-oh. this into a rolling
1: musical instrument. Film the build, get a million YouTube hits, oh, or it could no. be like the body panels oh, could no. like play a tune. So you go different speeds, and you speed up, and it plays that note, and you slow down, it plays another note. Okay, and you like play stuff. You can it's, like take your musical creativity and make something. It's not
0: really this interesting. This is not the Miata version. Thing. It's not the Miata version of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Okay, so stop. No, I'm not talking about okay? that. I'm
1: talking about <laughs> something creative, and take your your musical background and incorporate that and make something unique. And and I'm not saying something that's got pipes and you know like those uh, <laughs> those exhaust pipes that we sound saw down in Salt Lake. It was literally please a z- zigzag coming out of the back exhaust pipe, and we're looking at each other going, "I know how, please, why." That's not what I'm make saying. It stop. But you could you could get slightly creative with this, and I mean it's still going to run. It could it could be kind of a hybrid. I, I say go creative, honestly. That's I mean what other opportunities do you have to do this because your next car you're probably not going to and yeah. I kind of if, I say push. Yeah.
0: It. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. It was I, only Eric, two grand. It's not know. like he's gonna sell it or you now know want to get his so money back out of it. But that's the genius of this. At two grand, he and I see why he's he's got this debate because at two grand you can go either way and not even blink, mm. which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Eric, I this this is funny. I want to hear more <laughs> about your situation, Eric, and if this helps you at all because of course Paul and I didn't agree. So was that helpful? I don't know. But thank you guys for <laughs> yeah. listening for watching. If you have not rated. the this podcast I'm going to say it again a few of you rated last time thank you for that when you rate it matters you may have been listening for a long time you may have just found us but seriously go on iTunes give us a star rating leave us a written review that helps other people find this podcast we see bumps I know it sounds crazy in the analytics we see bumps in the, on the days people leave reviews in the next couple of days there's a bump up in the people that are finding yeah. the podcast I can see it right there so please go do that help us out on the podcast and yes this Thursday, there's a video. Why? Because every Thursday, there's now a video. This one is going to be the Nine 92X.
1: The $300 Nine 92X. I mean, just kidding. Exactly. It. We'll exactly. see what it goes for. Uh-huh. But yes, uh, great point. And don't forget, ad blockers, please turn those off. If you're watching the videos, it actually does help us. So don't forget to turn those off no when you're question. watching. It uh, it definitely helps our numbers. And uh, Fast Blast content, that's weekly content, as Todd said, with the Nine 92X. That is a Fast Blast review that we did. So uh-huh. your suggestions yep. for those cars on Facebook, and for the normal car debates, write to us at everydaydrivertv at gmail.com. You've mm-hmm. probably heard that before. Say it again, everydaydrivertv at gmail.com. And, you know, we've been selling uh, 50 years of the 911 Blu-rays. Uh, the sales have gone up. I played on Velocity just recently. So don't yeah, forget to get still. your copy. You can get it on Vimeo. I just want to put that out there again. I've got a big stack of them here. I would love to yep. send that to you so you can find that on Amazon. If you're so inclined and if you're a portion and, person or if And you're look, not.
0: Here, here's, here's the thing. We have both of our movies, the 9-11 movie and mid the Mountains, are both available on yeah. Vimeo for rental or for streaming. You can buy it if you want. But I will say this to you. If you're a person that is just a geek like I am about your image quality and you have a Blu-ray player... I guarantee you the Blu-ray looks better than the download version. I don't care if you have a fat pipe internet that looks the size of your sewer pipe coming into your house. The Blu-ray <laughs> Yikes. will look better. I'm telling you right now. I'm just saying. Yes. I, I mean, I, I live apparently I, I live fifty feet from the nearest freeway and I can't get internet beyond dial-up. But if wow. you have great internet, it doesn't matter. You've got to get that Blu-ray if you want the best image quality. And in the case of mid inches and mountains, it's got a full surround mix. And the, and the Blu-ray for the 911 piece has got over an hour of extras, specifically digging into the owners of all the cars we use. So if that interests you at all, this is the reason for the Blu-ray, so certainly think about that. Yep. But thank you guys for all of the support you're giving us on all of the various places that we are. Unless you're writing to the Gmail, which, as Paul said, is TV at <laughs> Gmail. If you are looking for us, it's yes. slash EverydayDriver.
1: Yep. Thanks. Uh, thanks, Eric, for writing in. And to all of you listening and watching, we really appreciate it. And we will talk to you next week.